And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Breaking news from The Athletic. Hey everybody, this headline podcast is presented by BetMGM, the king of sports books. This is Scott Burnside along with John Vogel of The Athletic. And John, big news in Buffalo today. Buffalo Sabres ending, I don't know whether it was torturous or not, maybe just torturous for the fans, but what seemed to be a long process of interviewing and finally naming a new head coach, and it's not really a new name at all. It's, uh, in fact, interim head coach Don Granato will have that label removed as he is now the head coach of the Buffalo Sabres moving forward. Um, Before I get to the question of whether you were surprised by it or what this means, why do they call him Donnie Meatballs? I feel like I should know this. That is just there was a <laughs> there was a local uh, local media person in Buffalo who just threw that out there and it and it stuck in a hurry. Uh, a lot of people just started saying Donnie Meatballs, Donnie Meatballs, and then I saw that uh, Cammy and Tony had said it and uh, and a few uh, podcasts that they were on, and now today when the Sabers made the announcement, they had it plate of meatballs in front of a so yeah so it's a name that stuck uh just came out and yeah people gravitated towards it just like they did with that uh, right. he just yeah he kind of made this team uh he transformed the sabers from an unwatchable laughing stock to a team that competed every night and it was fun to watch at times so yeah well I, I, uh, john i think i mean you it feels like you and i have done uh, a number of these uh these headline podcasts and and generally speaking it's been for cataclysmic issues whether it's been the firing of ralph Kruger or i can't remember whether we did one discussing jack eichel and whether he stays with the team or whether he's ultimately traded but i'm with you and i've known don a long time and such a good guy and what struck me from afar is that the sabers looked like they were having fun coming to the rink and it looked like an enjoyable process even if they didn't win a lot of games it looked like this was a team that that was finally happy to come to work uh, again. And I don't know whether you got the sense of that, of course, being much closer than I am, but do you think that's fair? And maybe, you know, what does that play into what part did that play into Kevin Adams decision to, to hire Don Granato full time? That was almost the entire reason that he hired him. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the Sabres, when they did their exit interviews, they did it in two day in a two day stretch. They had all the veterans go on the first day, and then they had all the uh, younger players go on the second day. First day, as you as you just referenced with Jack Eichel, was a disaster. There's guys wanting out, guys who were ready to leave. The second day, with guys like Rasmus Dahlin and Dylan Cousins and Casey Middlestat and Tage Thompson, uh, Kevin Adams said, "Hey, they were excited. They got their chance to play. They saw some success, and that was." It was almost entirely due to Don Granato. Uh, Ralph Kruger's just mindset was defense, defense, defense. Um, and then as soon as Don Granato came in, he said, Rasmus Dahlin, you've got the green light. Uh, guys just started playing offense. They went from the worst offensive team to 16th, which is a big jump. I mean, he only had yeah. two weeks to institute what he wanted to do. Um, 
but yeah, he challenged the young guys to get better and they enjoyed it. They got, uh, I got a quote from Rasmus Stalin right here. He just, he made everyone play well, made us feel confident every day that we came to the rink. We were in a good mood. We always knew that he had our back. So that's a huge key to having success. And Kevin Adams saw that. And despite a seven week search in which he talked to guys on every level, he talked to NHL coaches, AHL coaches, college coaches, some people in Europe, Granado always remained the front runner and he finally got the, got the job today. Yeah, how important is it, John? Do you think to have, you know, that this isn't this isn't going to become training camp in the third week of September, a brand new face with a brand new system and a brand new, you know, personality and ideas. How important is it for a team that really has been, man, there's been so much bad news and it's been a team that's lacked consistency and coaching changes, the changes at the GM level. How important do you think it is to have? consistency from what we saw at the end of this regular season into the start of next season, hopefully back to normal with a full 82 game slate. How important is it for that franchise? Yeah, we're going to see because we have not had any consistency in the last uh, 10 years of no playoffs. I mean, coaches and GMs seem change seemingly every year. Um, and the roster's going to change this summer with Jack and Sam, uh, Reinhardt uh, probably leaving, but to have the guys that really gravitated towards Don, uh, still here and him having months to prepare rather than a few weeks uh, should make a big difference. Um, he, <laughs> at his exit interview back in uh, mid-May, he gave a little hint. He's like, I know you guys have seen a lot of what I can do, but you haven't seen everything. So it will be interesting to see what, what other tweaks and, and things he implements in the next couple months here when the Sabres come on the ice, because as we know, the Sabres uh, are not playoff contenders um, and they don't figure to be next year. Um, what they want Don Granado to do is, get these guys who are 21, 22 years old, ready to make the playoffs in two years or three years. And that's, uh, they see that he can do that, which is why I got the job. Yeah. I know Pierre Lebrun, our good pal, uh, reporting that uh, Don Granado's deal is a three-year deal. So some security for him. And again, I think, uh, you know, an important message of consistency that he is the guy that Kevin Adams and and presumably ownership believes will will help you know, sort of move this team forward and and move this team out of a, a long dark period. Um, I, I'm curious, you know, again, we talk a lot about what will you know, what some of the other jobs that Kevin Adams has to do now that he's got a head coach. Um, do you think any of this changes? The relationship with Jack Eichel or Sam Reinhardt, who's a restricted free agent, but indicated that he's not interested in signing a long-term deal with the Sabres. Does any of this change that, John? Or do you think that that really the, the status quo remains the same, that the Sabres are likely going to have to trade their captain and arguably their best player uh, in Sam Reinhardt in, in terms of productivity? Yeah, I don't think this changes anything. Even though Sam Reinhardt got along uh, very well with Don Granado and earned Don Granado's trust because Sam, Sam Reinhardt's first five and a half years, even though he was drafted as a center, he played right wing almost exclusively. Don came in, put him at center and let him stay at center, which is what other coaches hadn't done previously. And Sam, Sam responded with the best season of his career. Um, but that being said, yeah, he's got one more year before he becomes a UFA. So he'll be on the, he want, doesn't want that long-term deal. So the Sabres now is the best time. If you're going to get rid of Jack Eichel, he may as well rip the bandaid off completely and 
rebuild and trade Sam Reinhardt as well. So I think no matter who was the coach, uh, nothing was going to change in regards to Jackets. Right. Do you, uh, do you think in terms of a timeline, I know we were about three weeks out from the uh, Seattle expansion draft. And of course, a couple of days after that, the uh, normal entry draft and free agency a week or so after that, now that the Sabres have filled the coaching vacancy and, and have that locked up, do you think that creates some more urgency um, uh, regarding a potential deal for Jack Eichel or for Sam Reinhardt? I think the expansion draft might be gumming it up just a little at the moment. Um, so obviously there is interest in both players, um, but odds are good. The Sabres are going to want guys who might be in their first or second year. And those are the guys who are exempt from the expansion draft. So if these teams add a Jack Eichel, or if they add a Sam Reinhardt, that's someone who's got to go on their protected list, which means that's someone who's got to come off the protected list um, that they would lose to Seattle. So I think that might be coming it up a little. I think maybe between the expansion draft and the regular draft is when these two drop, but there might be some hopeful. Well, <laughs> for someone who's ready to take a weekend off without looking to see if Jack Eichel got traded, hopefully it might happen a little earlier. Just with maybe there's a team out there that does have room to put him on their protected list without losing some of the consequence. But I really do think that expansion draft might be uh, might be what's holding this up. And obviously with Jack's uh, neck injury, that's there too. Um, from everything we've heard, the Sabers have not yet let teams view his view Jack Eichel's medical records to see what kind of uh, surgery he wants on his neck for this herniated disc. So that's, uh, that's another thing that's slowing things down, but there is without a doubt uh, by before July is over, uh, Jack Eichel and Sam Reinhardt will be in new uniforms for sure. Okay. Good stuff. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining our breaking news coverage and you should go to the athletics headline section for much more on this story. And to hear more, ask your Google assistant to play news from the athletic. You can also visit theathletic.com slash headline pod to join for just $3.99 per month. John Vogel, I know you got the lawn cut, but I know you got lunch to get. So I will let you get on with your day, but thank you. Great, great work as always covering the Sabres for the athletics. So thanks for coming to hang out with oh, us. It's my pleasure, Scott. And I'm sure I'll be talking to you again soon once these trades go down. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.